Hello everyone, this is Mark with Absolute Software Product Marketing and welcome to the Absolute Undeletable Podcast where we discuss everything you need to know about Absolute's undeletable endpoint security platform, the only solution on the market that secures your data, devices, and applications with an unbreakable connection to every endpoint on and off your network. Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021. Happy New Year to everyone. And once again, today's podcast guest is Jason Short, Vice President of Product Management at Absolute. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Mark. I hope you had a happy new year. I was going to wish you a happy new year, but both Twitter and Facebook marked those as not factual statements. <laughs> well, they have, you know, unlike certain politicians, they have not banned me from Twitter yet, which is always good news. At least my, I can still uh, hold my head high when I talk to my mom. But anyway, uh, getting past the, the bad political humor, uh, there's always something exciting going on at Absolute. Uh, there was some great um, stuff that we talked about back in the December timeframe when um, Absolute had a, uh, a new release, a 7.14 release of the, of the popular endpoint security platform that uh, Absolute provides. But I want to talk about a new thing that will be happening, not a new thing, but a new platform that will be coming along uh, in the tail end of January, and that's version 7.15. 7.15. So I want to spend a little bit of time talking about that in more detail. So let's talk about, in your mind, the um, the, the, the two or three highlights of this new release, because there's, like uh, every absolute release, it's always chock full of really cool and exciting things that help um, corporations and schools and other businesses with their, their security um, uh, posture. So let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, uh, Mark. I, you know, I think there's there's three big things in this release that uh, we're really proud of and, and based on some of our early feedback with customers uh, is going to hopefully be really beneficial to them. And maybe I'll just start about the, the first one, uh, which is on our web usage. Web usage is something we released early last summer for our education customers. And in the fall, we released a, a similar uh, view of that for our enterprise customers. And we've gotten such tremendous feedback from being able to dig down and see what their end users are doing, what they're spending time on, uh, which which of their SaaS tool investments are, are really paying off uh, mm. that we've We've built some additional analytics on top of that, uh, both some trending as well as the ability for our customers to compare multiple sites against each other. And, and we're getting a lot of really great feedback on our early betas of, of those uh, of those views because what it's helping uh, both in education and in enterprise equally. So helping them kind of compare some of these different SaaS tools that are newly coming on, whether it's for education that schools are spending money with CARES Act and, and they're bringing a lot of tools and they're trying to figure out which ones are really being utilized by their teachers and students uh, because they're, they're bringing in so many. It's same thing with enterprise uh, customers that are trying to uh, trying to work in a new age and bring in new tools for their employees, this is the way to really find out if those tools are successful and, mm -hmm. and which ones, which whiteboarding tool is being used over the other. And it's, it's we've gotten a lot of great feedback and uh, really mm -hmm. excited to bring out the trending and in, in comparison charts to what we uh, previously released. Now, let's take a step backwards uh, for one second, because for those people who didn't listen to the uh, podcast that we had back in December, web usage is such a powerful capability, you know, even before the enhancements that, that Absolute will be releasing later in January. And they are incredibly, um, um, incredibly productive tools for both schools um, and uh, enterprises. Let's talk a little bit at, at 10,000 feet 
you know, what the web usage functionality does. And then we can talk, go into a little bit of more detail in terms of the exact enhancements. But why, why, why are these features so profoundly impactful for customers? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question uh, because there's a lot of tools out there, maybe firewall tools or something else that, that provides some bits of logs of how many times are, are, are certain URLs getting hit. Uh, but that misses all the context of really how much time is somebody spending in front of their Salesforce tool or in front of their ServiceNow tool or their Workday tool. And uh, what we do with web usage is really focus on the usage part. Uh, by by attributing how much time somebody's spending on a certain URL, when that URL is in the tab that's in focus, when their browser is in focus, and I, you know, like most people, if I were to open up one of my browser windows now, I bet I have twenty tabs across the top, but there's only one of those tabs that I'm that I'm focused on uh, at the moment. And so, what we're really trying to identify is someone's attention to a particular tool, not just that their machine is connected to it. And and that's what's unique about the way we capture it and why that data is being uh, utilized so well in in helping our customers identify which which of their web apps uh, and SaaS tools are they getting value from and which ones are they not? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So that's a, a biggie. There's no question about that. Um, can we talk in a little bit more detail about the enhancements that 7.15 is going to have? Sure. So, uh, so as we've been collecting or our customers have been collecting uh, that usage data over time, uh, what we've, what we brought out is some trending analytics so that it makes it a little bit easier for them across 5,000 employees or maybe 30,000 students to look at the overall trends or trends that are sliced and diced by uh, different schools or different departments uh, so that they can do some real comparisons to understand in, say, finance versus uh, maybe their internal finance teams versus their uh, uh, field sales teams, which, what are they seeing trending in, uh, whether they're maybe collaboration apps or so between uh, between those two, or, or even in, in education, which, which of those SaaS-based education tools are students really spending time on? Is there a difference between a middle school and, and an elementary school? And be able to do that trending and that comparison, uh, that fine slicing and dicing, I think is what's really giving the unique insights uh, that helps, whether it's an education customer or an enterprise customer, focus their uh, investment dollars and in, in their spend in, in online tools. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Um, the other thing that I want to dive into um, is the uh, application persistence enhancements uh, that, of course, Absolute is known for because resilience is a, a, hum- a huge part of Absolute's um, ability to protect customers from their devices in terms of recovering when bad things happen to those devices. So before we go into the enhancements, the, a- the AP enhancements that uh, release uh, 7.15 has, let's talk about what application persistence does. Because again, I think that's an important feature that really differentiates Absolute from many, many other uh, se- uh, security capabilities on the market. Yeah, uh, abs- thanks for the, the chance to go through that. Application persistence, uh, what we do with application persistence is built on really our foundation within the firmware of, of nearly 500 million devices. And mm-hmm. we start at this point of trust, which means no matter what happens to that device, it might be re-imaged, 
drives might come out. It might be a malicious end user or just a bad update. Uh, we can ensure the health of our own agent always from point of trust within the firmware. Mm -hmm. And because we started that point of trust, over the last several years, we have used that uh, that kind of chain of, of persistence to extend and monitor the health and ensure the health of other third-party applications. And every quarter we add, uh, is talking to our customers and, and uh, working with some of our partners, we add another handful of, of applications to that supported list. Uh, what it means to be a persistent application is that we look at not just the structural aspects of that device or that that tool is it installed in the right folder and have the right uh, uh, signed files etc but most importantly we look at the features of windows say the windows features windows services or potentially uh, firewall rules or something else what are the the configuration or the things that that application depends on to be healthy uh, mm -hmm. And we find this off, uh, often that the application looks fine, but it's just not communicating. And maybe it's not communicating because the assigned user in the console or in the in the device uh, is doesn't have enough permissions for that application mm -hmm. to communicate, or or some Windows service like WMI that it relies on goes down. And so, in order to keep that healthy, just like we do for our own agent, we monitor all of those other pieces, and and that's what really makes the mo most robust view of an application. Uh, we we have an endpoint trends report, as you know, that we publish every year. And, and last year, it was a little over 10.1, 10.2 uh, from memory of the number of security tools on a device. And every one of those security tools is an investment for our uh, for our IT customers, our security customers. And if 20 or 30% of the devices that that tool isn't working, then they're not getting the full value of that investment. And so we're really ensuring that those tools are always functioning and always resilient. And of course, this is only possible because Absolute um, has a firmware presence in over 500 million devices out there because you would not be able to deploy this type of capability unless you had some type of technology ingredient in these hundreds of millions of PCs and devices that are out there, correct? That is absolutely right. I mean, we start from a really an immutable point of trust within the firmware. And so it, it doesn't matter uh, what happens to that device. We will keep ourselves healthy and then by extension, keep those other tools healthy. So, uh, and that really is an amazing capability because I think a lot of folks don't realize that the way that technology is developed and implemented is that even if someone were to, uh, to remove the hard drive, to remove components, that technology and that, 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 um, ability to remediate, you know, applications, it stays there. Yeah. Even if someone were, you know, to, you know, rip into the notebook and rip out certain pieces. So that's pretty amazing stuff. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the generic rule builder capability. That's uh, that the enhancements that have been, that really been built into this tool because absolute has always been seen as a source of truth. I mean, that capability um, technology is always really you know, kind of separated and differentiated absolute from other uh, solutions on the market. And there, and from what I understand, there are enhancements to that rule builder capability, which makes it um, uh, even a more versatile tool than it is right now. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, absolute is for a lot of our customers has become a, a source of truth for their inventory information or for uh, events that happen on those devices. And uh, to 
for us to uh, be able to build a rules engine, we first had to build an event store, uh, which we did and, and uh, published uh, to our customers almost a year ago, uh, the beginning of our event store. Our event store captures all sorts of things. Uh, could be behavior from a, an admin in the console, kind of from an audit point of view. Uh, the event store might capture changes on a device. So maybe it moved from, from one geography to a different geography or, uh, or a, a, the operating system updated or potentially the device was re-imaged and a, a new operating system key was, uh, is being used now or a hard drive was replaced. Uh, all of those things that happen to a device we capture those events in, in that event store. And so what we are releasing in this next uh, couple of weeks is our rules engine. And that rules engine lets you as an administrator say, you know, for me, as, for my company, uh, when this following scenario happens, this is a red alert and I need to know about it. When a device potentially leaves a geofence and is not encrypted, uh, that is a, a serious problem. Or it's IP mm -hmm. address range changes. So I know that it's a device that should, uh, that should never leave a, a certain building, but it's IP change, mm -hmm. which means it left and it plugged in somewhere else. Right. Um, that is a serious problem. I want to be alerted to it right away. Uh, so send in a, an alert notification or, or have those events or that alert go directly into potentially another uh, SIM tool like a, a Splunk or HPR site or, or one of those. Uh, but as we collect uh, hundreds of different types of events, uh, that rules engine really lets our customers use it to to alert themselves on the most important things for their environment. And this is, as a lot of things that we do, laying the groundwork for uh, some enhancements that we're looking to bring over the next uh, couple releases, which is taking that rule and turning it really from just a rule into a, a workflow, starting with the rule. And that's what we are uh, releasing in a couple of weeks, but you know, we will be extending that capability to take actions on those devices, change their policies based on those things, really turning that into a, a, a workflow engine uh, that that lets customers automatically respond to to issues, not just alert to them, but respond to them. Uh, in the couple of minutes we have left here on the podcast, uh, Jason, are there any other things about uh, release seven point one five you want to bring to uh, folks' attention? Uh, no, there's uh, there's always the the. Uh, couple of smaller enhancements and things that I think for a couple of customers are going to make a really big uh, difference. And uh, one of those is, is APIs. So we're always continuing to ensure that uh, what you can do in our console, you can do through APIs, especially for our larger enterprise customers who it's so important for us to integrate into the rest of the tools that they use. And one of those uh, APIs that we have held back from, uh, from publishing was related to our scripting tool and our scripting engine, uh, but we are releasing a, a whole series of APIs really around uh, that scripting tool so that if you have either scripts in our, we call it our reach library, we've got well over 150 or so scripts in that library, uh, or you build and curate your own uh, set of scripts and you want out of, say, a service now ticket or from some other tool uh, based on a condition or a workflow uh, to, to take an action by executing a script from our library on a device uh, through our reach protocol, then, then you can do that through that API. So there's a number of, of kind of, I would say, uh, tier two uh, level enhancements, but ones that hopefully will make a big difference to, uh, to some of our customers. Great. 
Well, this is pretty incredible stuff. Appreciate you spending some time with us. Is there, I guess the, the magic question I need to ask before we end the podcast, Jason, is how do customers, well, how will they receive this new release? Well, that's the easy part. Uh, all <laughs> they have to do is wake up in the morning and have some apple juice or orange juice uh, because we take care of everything else. Uh, as a SaaS program uh, or as a SaaS tool, we update all of our server sides. Our customers can choose either for us to automatically push down and, and update their agents for them, uh, or they can manage that process themselves. Just uh, that's uh, if they have change management processes internally that that in want uh, to ensure that they've gone through testing before they push agents out to devices. Sure, uh, they sure. can do that also. But uh, most of our customers set that to automatic and and uh, the new features show up and uh, clients start checking in and there's nothing else generally that they need to do. Easy if, process. If only life could be like that where you wake up in the morning and there's new enhancements for you, I think life would, uh, a lot of people would welcome that type of uh, capability. But uh, this is terrific, Jason. Thank you for spending time with us today for today's podcast. For more information about the 7.15 release, please visit the Absolute website, absolute.com. For further updates and to subscribe to future podcasts, please follow Absolute Software on our uh, on our uh, social media partner list. That's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And until next time, have a great week. <laughs>